yeah, hi. So I'm going for a drive, and uh, circumstances around this drive are somewhat a little bit uh, annoying, a little bit sad. Uh, today was, uh, it's difficult to say exactly if it was net positive or net negative, and I guess only in the long term can you really see if it's really that positive. Uh, let me start by saying I'm not really that keen on doing this anymore. I'm just doing this because hey, I, I really did want to go for this drive down Ross River Road and now down Harvey Point, whatever this street is where I first moved into town, so I don't remember what it's fucking called. Mate, I've only lived here for 13 years. I'm not, how am I supposed to remember? Um, yeah, uh, I'm right next to Riverway in... Um, Townsville right now. Pea plater right next to me. Why are all pea platers good looking? You don't want to get caught looking in their windows though. It's a little bit awkward. Uh, yeah, so I'm going for a drive um, uh, to check out the old haunts that I went to in 2012. And uh, I'm doing this because I don't want to go home. So I woke up this morning. When I woke up this morning, when I woke up this morning, dum, 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 Ding, 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 ding. You were on my mind. Yeah, so anyway, when I woke up this morning, you were on my mind. I'm singing. You were on my mind. Anyway, uh, so I'm in the car right now, right? When I woke up this morning, you were on my... <laughs> okay, so when I woke up... When I got up this morning, I... Uh, I was met with a very, you know, you just you're just trying to come to the world right now. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa! I had a dream where I was in primary school again, and it was quite good. Yes, yes. Let's have a look at this peep later. Let's have a quick look in. No, I can't tell. I don't want to keep staring. And she's driving off. Is it a he or a she? Come on, speed up, Shono. We have to see if it's hot or not. So, uh, yeah, it's Riverway, mate, I remember this drive so well. Look, there's the bridge. I used to come drive all the way from Castletown down this way to go to work every day. It was like a 30-minute drive into town. Now, I realise that some people might say, Dude, I drive two hours to get to work. But in Townsville, it's ridiculous. And when you're from Broken Hill, it's, it's even more ridiculous. It takes you five minutes to get to work. Um, if you drive at 100 down the roads. So um, I got uh, up this morning and I saw a, um, uh, a text message from my mate, Ethan. Good old frown, good old pal, Ethan. And it said that Jade, my flatmate, was moving out. And I knew immediately that that meant something significant had happened. And, um, yeah, uh, he saying how disgusting I leave the house and, and whatever. Look, mate, I'm messy, but uh, Jade does go, it's a bit too much. Ethan lived with me and he never had any problems. So, um, yeah, and just driving down Riverway here and just remembering what it used to be like living down here from for quite a while from 2009 to 2016 the last time I did this drive was probably in 2017 like to go home I'm driving home about this time of night it's about 9.46 so probably another 20 minutes time I'd be going home uh, along here so yeah I mean, it brings back a lot of memories and not necessarily good they were it was a really bad era wow this is a double laner now when does this turn into single lane now anyway 
So I'm going to go out to Brody's house where I used to live from 2013 after I broke up with Kelsey and I thought I was going to get with Zoe. Then I am I, uh, going to... I moved out here then and I lived out here from 2013 to 2016. And... Um, So I, uh, I woke up to that and Jaden left me this really long text message and it just ruined my day completely. I do mean that, it, it, it ruined the day. And with what I'm going through, I'm in a bit of a precious situation. You know, you, you, you're in love with someone who doesn't love you and they don't know that they, you love them. And I've got to try and play it cool. Oh, mate, she's invited me over three weekends in a row yeah, well, we'll get to that. But let's get into the nostalgia first. So, yeah, I am avoiding Jade. God, this is a double lane all the way down here now, man. I'm going to have to change lanes again. Um, um, yeah, so I, I just don't want to go home. I don't want to talk to him. I'm sick to death of being kind to people. Mate, I'm an angry person. People think I'm nice. I'm not nice. I'm an arsehole. It's just that I have a good moral compass and I like being polite with people because it's awkward when you're wrong and you're getting angry at someone. So, I don't want to go home. So, instead of driving down here, it's a double lane highway all the way down now, um, approaching the uh, Rasmussen McDonald's. I used to keep this place in business when I lived down here. Um, Yeah, they weren't good years, but with anything, there were some good times and it, it just takes you back to a certain era. And I guess the point of this talk tonight is sort of like we're reminiscing on an era that still feels like the modern era, the post-Broken Hill years, the post-2009 years, but it's 2022 now and it's not modern at all. Yeah, they've got a petrol station out here. Wow. Whoa. Woolworths. Whoa. Look how big that is. They're hoping that this is going to become a boom area one day. Shit. Yep, form one lane up here. So if I can remember correctly, I'm going to go down Eliza Street, but I can't remember the street before that's called now. It doesn't really matter. I'm just going to do a drive-by and go past. Just visit all the old haunts I used to, to live at back in 2012, which uh, is a long time ago now. And 2011. 2010. So, uh, yeah, I lived here from 2013 to 2016. used to do this drive all the time. And he's a sexy guy. And he is actually active in the community. So I used to drive down here and you'd get home into that little unit out the front of Brody's house. Brody lived in the main house and uh, I lived in the, um, the unit out the front. Now, when I first moved in, I actually moved in with Brody and I think Sandy, his mother, was moving out of that little flat and I could eventually move in there. But after I broke up with Kelsey, um, I had to uh, live with Milno for a little while, and that was the dream come true. You finally get to live with your best friend. I don't remember where the turn-off is. Down here a little bit. I haven't driven past it. Let's just take a guess at any street now. Yeah, this street will do. Why not? Oh, this is no entry. It does. It says no entry. Yeah, no, I've gone past it 100%. So I'll take a... Ah, fuck it. We'll go down this street, eh? Why not? Looks pretty good. Hammond Way. Carter. Nah, nah. These streets aren't really connected, so yeah, I'm going to have to go back go back out. It's not like Broken Hill where it's all a grid thing and it doesn't matter where you go. Oh, none of this. I don't recognize any of this. 
So, um, yeah, I broke up with Kelsey and I moved in with Milner and it was an electric time. 2013 was the true sequel to 2003. At the time, 2003 was thought of as one, the greatest year of all time. And he's a sexy guy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I didn't mind moving in with Milno because he's a sexy guy. And I didn't mind moving in with him because he's... Well, I say it again. That street there does look familiar. What's that there? Yat Fay Avenue. Okay, so I can go that street, but it's actually the next street. Whatever the next street is, that's where I gotta go. God, it's not that. Uh, yeah, and I didn't mind moving in with Milner. I got to break up with Kelsey, and I got to be my. Where's the street? I get to move in. No. I got to move. I got to move in with Milno, and I was in love with Zoe Melksham. So I was on fucking cloud nine. I remember picking up my stuff from Kelsey's a couple of weeks later or a week later, whatever. Oh, yeah, mate, this is it. I go down here to get home. Milno, good times. I don't think I've actually been down here for a few years either. Just go jogging around here. Fuck. It's weird reminiscing on times that were shit. You couldn't get away from Wait to get away from Yes, down e- good old Eliza Street. I drive down here, broke up with Kelsey. I remember parking the car, calling Dad up. He got angry at me. He thought that Kelsey gave you a guiding light in life, you know. If you've got a girlfriend, then, you know, she can help you. And it's true, but no, you just can't be with someone that you don't love. Aurora, Aurora Street, Eliza Street. You might remember that if you've seen my little uh, thing on YouTube. Uh, the little film that I made. That's the thing that I was around with at the beginning. Anyway, here we go around here, and there is the house. Two cars out the front. I wonder if anyone's in that house out the front now. The lights on, it's almost like it hasn't changed. And so after the breakup, after the Zoe thing went down, I used to walk along here, so now we're just doing the back streets here. Yeah? I used to go for a walk along here or a jog. And I used to think about things. Got to get my life together. And it's years later. I'm still having the same chats. Yes. I remember being around here having a smoke trying to get away. And some Aboriginal came up to me and said, Ah, give it a smoke, mate. Yes. I used to like to try and challenge myself by going into weird places and having cigarettes. Just for the thrill of it. The sheer thrill. Actually, I remember one time getting stoned and walking around here. Yup, Avenue. I think that's Yup, Yeah, it is. Up there's the little river bed where I used to walk to. Yup, Fay Avenue. There was a rape down here one time. So I remember going for a walk around here and I pulled and I stopped about halfway down here. So not far from here. And you should have heard the conversation that these drunkards were having. It was amazing. It's like they were talking really vicious again about a girl that they wanted to root or Yeah, fuck anything. Yeah, and But someone was angry and he was just trying to agree with him to calm him down. Yeah, that house right there. Fuck yeah, that was it. Holy heck. Good times. And, uh, you know, I'm stoned just listening into this conversation, you know, being a purveyor. And it was quite good. Yes, yes. Oh, quite, quite proud. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, that's... Oh, God, it's so reminiscent. Fuck, yeah. It's almost like I was here five years ago. Um, 
So now I'm going to go up what is known as the Holton Drive. <laughs> no, sorry, that's in Broken Hill. Oh, fuck, I forgot what it's called. Mate, like I said, I've only lived here for 14, 13 years. Don't know my way around yet. I'm going to go up an old back street and go up to pot where I used to live in Rasmussen. So the part where I'm around about out here in Kelso is, um, you know, the years from 2013 to 20, very early 2017. So to me, it's been still a bit too recent, but it's interesting coming back out here, you know, time's slowly passing. Although, like I said, it's just not that long ago for me to really get a deep dive into. So it's not something that I'm that... I've never been eager to do it. That's the first time I've driven out here myself since then. So March 2017, I moved out, so that was five years ago. And I guess five years some people's eyes certainly my eyes years ago would have been significant but now it's just like a flash in the pan however i was out here um at, right at the start of the year uh, out this way not as far as kelso and as i was going for a drive i i um i, I went past rasmus my old haunt when i lived here from 2010 to 2012 and uh oh shit don't go there it's a stoplight and, um, yeah, it was, um, it, it, it was suddenly, like, very obvious that a different era had, had was, I was in a vastly different place. Whereas 2013 to 2016 is still, you know, not too old, and you were living with Milner, it was the start of the Man It Up Mondays, watching UFC, you know, the modern era of Milne really starts in 2013, when he... You know, he, he, he dates Kayla and whatever. And um, so, you, you know, that's still relatable. But the, t- the era from 2010 to 12 uh, is quite, quite different. And this is also going to take me back to 2009 when I first moved here because this is where I used to go as well. So there was a guy that Matt Paul used to hang out with, Wade, who lives just up here. I mean, you, what am I pointing this out for? You don't know. I'm just talking. I could be anywhere. I could be sitting at home. You don't know. Uh, he used to live down there, Margaret. Ellen Avenue, or whatever it's called there, and I once had to walk from there, now bear in mind I'm driving in a car, so I will just walk down there a little bit, up here, and then I turn right here, oh not quite here, just up here, and then this enormous drive, it's not that long, but it's long enough, uh, would take me to my home at Four Riesling Court in Compton, and um, yeah, this, this drive there, mate. I hate this drive. I don't like this area at all. It reminds me of the real bad days, the dark ages. The old high beam on. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, yeah, I just I walked down here hung over the next day back in 2009. And it's funny, I never got my life together. It all just it stayed shit for years. This is, I guess, my point. That there's no nothing looking out for you. There's no God. There's no nothing. It's all shit. And you are the only one who can drag yourself out of it. So, yeah. Um, we'll go up around here and go to Compton, where I used to live with Matt Paul in 2009. And, uh, yeah, I, I was in love with Townsville, but a couple of months after being here and living with Matt... I, I remember trying to convince myself that this is what I wanted, that I really love Townsville. I remember we were driving down the Strand. I, I guess I didn't want to accept it, but now looking back, I know that I was hating it. But you're still in that 
phase of saying, no, this is great, now look where I am in Townsville. I hated it. It was still hot in winter. And we were going down the strand. I was trying to convince myself, and then Matt got angry at me for forgetting the sunscreen. Mate, we're going to get burnt now. So here I was trying to convince myself to be happy, and I got yelled at. And I don't know, it was just shit. Uh, and really, since things have never improved, um, uh, I mean, they just hit rock bottom in 2009 and never, ever recovered. To this day, I'm dead fucking serious. I hate this place. I hate Townsville. Um, it's shit. Uh, things did get better, but overall, they never really ever hit any kind of great heights. And it's strange saying that, even though Townsville's so much better than Broken Hill, and I prefer to be in Broken Hill. Nice cold weather. See your mum and dad. Places that you know and love. This place still seems like it's weird, foreign place. But it's weird coming driving past here, seeing this, which evokes a modern era feel, especially how they've done it up a bit. And yet, I mean, there's a roundabout here now. If I was looking ahead, I would have driven straight over it. <laughs> um, you know, it evokes a sort of new era, a new era in your life, but not really. Actually, sorry, I'm going to turn right at this roundabout. We're not going to go past my house in Compton just yet. So we're in Rasmussen now, and my house is where I lived in Reasoning Court is just up there. So that's how long the walk would have been. I've been driving 80 kilometres since I, uh, 80 kilometres an hour since I said Margaret Allen Avenue, whatever. Anyway, yeah, God, I mean, I was fucking in love with Zoe. I remember driving down here, being in love with her. Don't really remember where to turn, but we're going to drive past my old house at 2 Merrill Street. Fuck, that was a shithole. Living with Dean Tobin. Dean Tobin, mate, we were good friends at the time. And technically, look, I still like the guy, absolutely. But there's some views of his that have come to light. And I'm just like, God, what the hell, man? That's absolute lunacy. So, um, yeah, that was a real horrible, horrible time. Down here is a shop called Gumvale. We used to walk from my house in Merrill Street. It's not too far. It's a few blocks. Get some pies, walk home. Um, and it was quite good. Yes, yes. Quite, quite proud. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. I mean, sorry, I, I'm taking it all in. Just wow, it's like it, it's it's like being transported back to 2012, and you kind of get it in the feeling of what they were talking about at the time. You know what Courtney and Zoe would be talking about. And, Oh, mate, I love Zoe so much. And this was the environment that I fell in love with her at. Well, where my living was, anyway. Certainly nowhere near Castletown. So Gumvale's just up there. And uh, I think it's the second street. Is it the first street? I honestly fucking don't remember, man. Uh, we'll go to the second street. We'll just try that, eh? Um, yeah, uh, and Dean, mate, I remember him having a chat with his dad on Facebook and them saying something about, yeah, we need a Trump in Australia. Fuck me, mate. I mean, they've literally chosen the worst possible person and, and you're... Yeah, Meryl Street, there it is. Um, and you're thinking it's good. Ugh, I mean, there's sometimes you do want to go against the grain... 
uh, there's nothing better than a good underdog or whatever, but mate, you, you can't just say, you might as well just say, get resurrect Hitler and say, hey, here's someone who's a bit crazy. Let's give him a go. I don't know, that's not a good example. Uh, Trump is that though. Trump is that example. He's a fucking, it's, it's, it's lunacy, man. The amount, like, it sh- when did, it should have ended ages ago. There were that copious amount of lies. He's not a politician. He was on a US TV reality show. Anyway, who am I talking to? Preaching to the choir, hopefully. So the end of this street is where it all happened. So I moved in there in uh, July 2010 and uh, moved out in September 2012. Yeah, I think that's it. Right there. No, no, that's not it. A little bit further up. Mate, the house is a shithole. Look it up on Google Earth. 2 Merrill Street, Rasmussen, Townsville. Yes, yes. We're approaching it now, so I'd be coming up here. I was hoping that I'd done well with Zoe. Pulling up, have a few drinks, have a few smoke, have a good time. God. Oh, God, there's a four-wheel drive out the front. What a shit. Oh, fuck. you got to... On Google Earth, it won't do it justice because it'll show a picture from a while back, but fuck me, man. That, that is abysmal. Look at that. Hey. Oh, God. I remember moving out of my place. There's a couch out the front. Fuck. Yep. Good old Sean Olive there for a long God. Good. Doesn't matter how shit it was, it was a good time. Well, no, it wasn't, it was a shit time. But there's some good memories that I have there, and it kind of evokes a feeling like if I went back there now, I'd only be 27 again, and I could change my life. Ah, oh, mate, you're only 36, turning 37, you can change your life now from the position that you're in. Yeah, mate, I've got to go back home to Jade. Fuck. What, what a nightmare that turned out to be. But we'll get into that later. So, uh, yeah, this was the, uh, the, the, I don't know what I'll call this, the early Middle Ages, the, the Dark Ages of my life. It was a uh, pretty awful era. I lost my licensure in this time. Got stoned with Dean and uh, I really got enormous paranoia. I really, really didn't enjoy it at all. And I would drink and, uh, I mean, I'd look forward. I remember I'd be doing the service 80 at work and I'd think to myself oh, I'm going to buy a six pack before I go to bed tomorrow and I'd buy a six pack and drink it and watch some TV because when I was living with Matt in 2009 he said ah you don't need a TV so I, I didn't watch TV for well over a year and when I got it back again mate going through the channels watching all the trash TV was great the Golden Girls uh, uh, Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares Murder She Wrote some movies come on too. The Illustrated Family Doctor was on SBS. I caught the end of that. It's one of my all-time favourite movies now. I don't know. There was a feeling about that period, that time and the place. But really, I don't know. I'm driving down this main road to get up to that roundabout, get back to my house in Four Reason Court. There's something that driving down this street evokes for me. It's a feeling of... I don't know, thinking of produce. I'd like to know what Zoe was doing. What... What was she doing? You'll have a chat with um, Courtney, and they'll have a chat. What are they talking about? And she'll go home and do this. Courtney will go home and do this. And 
what are their lives like? And then sometimes you go over their house and, and you get a, a peek behind the curtain and see what's going on. Today, it's kind of a little bit like that with the girl that I like. Um, I've been calling her Havana, uh, which if you haven't figured out yet, oh no, I think I might keep it that. I'll keep it secret on this podcast. Um, you know, there's that feeling. But she's invited me over several times. Her brother now works there. She likes me, mate. She likes me. But she doesn't date people from work. It's this really confusing feeling. So I'll tell, explain what happened to work. Now, I'll explain it on the way home. Uh, I'll just talk about 2009 when I first moved up here. Because I'm going to be driving past that. That's the zone I'm in. And this is the reason, kind of, I, I wanted to do this for a while. So I actually want to talk about this. Um, and then we'll talk about the Jade uh, Havana thing. So, uh, yeah, turn right at the roundabout here, and uh, go past the worst part of 2009. Fucking nightmare. Turn left here so that fucking four-wheel drive doesn't ram me up my ass. down old river gum court I remember becoming friends with Milno again after Priscilla fucking broke us up for five months walking around this area here and just looking forward to what the future could bring Townsville might finally pick up oh, I'll be able to hang out with my friend again and we'll have barbecues and we'll do this and the idea in your head is so much better than what the reality is because now if I look back on 2010 to 12 they weren't really those kind of barbecues that I was picturing everything in your head so much more prettier but I was happy to be friends with Milano again. So, yes, around here. Oh, God. Uh, it's back real funny feelings, man. Uh, right-hand turn here. It's Shiraz Avenue. They're all named after wines. So, Riesling Court's just up here a little bit. And uh, that big park that's up there... Why am I pointing? Um, is... Um, where I used to go for a walk to either get away from Matt or, uh, well, you know, just stop and think. Just do, go for your walk and all that. So there it is, Four Riesling Court. Let's have a look. Doors closed. Just blow that lawn then. Yes. Yeah, this is a shitty part of town. So way out the sticks. Yeah, there's Mount Louisa. I used to see those, those lights sticking up from it. Sometimes go to town, we catch a taxi from here. So where we go. This was supposed to be the great year, 2009, living alone for the first time, having a good time. It was proper shit. I fucking hated it. I hate living with people and I don't like Matt. But I used to walk around that area and I've done it many times since then, since I moved out. But I don't like doing it anymore because it feels like really going back to the shit times and I'm not out of the shit times yet. So walking around there feels like you haven't escaped them at all. But it's still got this modern sheen to it, this place. So it's sort of just, it reminds me of, I don't know, the missed opportunities of what Townsville was supposed to be. They do not believe that President Putin is to blame for the, the war and the artillery shells that are landing above them and the reason why they're here in this basement. They blame Ukraine. That's not true of everyone, though. Back above ground, Valentina blames President Putin 
But even then, she thinks Ukraine didn't heed the warnings. So, uh, pick drive is closed. So I can't drive down there. Fucking cunts. Again, I used to drive down this road. This will lead me back to the Riverway Drive. Riverway Drive, I think is what it's called. So go down. So I used to drive down here a lot. Me and Matt would... Uh, we sh I fucking hated it. We'd share a cigarette. Fuck, I hated that. He'd have a bit, I'd have a bit. Have to pass it back and forth. I really... Mate, I like being alone. As much as I love company, and I desperately... I was saying this to Julia at work. Um, as much as I desperately need company, and I do, and we all do, and I'm no different. I fucking need company. But the difference is I only need a little bit, just that little bit. And the problem is you can't get that little bit quite often, so you do fall into a collapse. But often, since you only need a little bit, bang, I'm up, and then I don't want to see anyone. It's very rare for me to want to speak to anyone for any length of time. Even some people whom I like. Ethan's one of the very few people that I can hang around with and uh, not mind if um, he's sort of there a bit too much because you know you can relax and chill out or even be a bit quiet. You can sort of be yourself around him. Uh, and there's only a few other people that I could probably be like that with. Paul, Milno. Anyway, um, so we're on the, the exit now. I don't know, this still feels modern to me. It feels like I should get back into this era, the idea of this era, and just take off from there again. Ah, I'm in Townsville. I should be excited. It's difficult to do once you've been here for 13 years, mate. Like, 13 years, if someone was born when you got up here, they'd be in high school now. So, the idea of it being fresh is, is long, long gone. And I really don't want to do that driving again for a long, long time. So, um, yeah, so I was at work and... So yesterday I was at work and... Well, no, hang on, let's start on Saturday. So it was Saturday and I... I, uh, I, I got a work... I got a message from Havana just before I started work and it said, hey... 625 kickoff if you're interested. It's Collingwood versus Geelong. Mate, it's rare to find anyone who likes footy up here, let alone the girl that you fucking love. So I, um, but I, I had to work. I was 11 till 9. Part of me was like, I, I, the only sense of satisfaction I can get is making her try and feel like, oh, Sean's not available. I miss Sean. I hope Sean comes back into my life. So the only thing I can take pleasure in is because she's not, she's not going to message me a lot. So I, uh, I I replied back, and then I didn't open up her reply, which was all good. It happens. Um, I didn't open a reply until 10, and I thought, I'm not going to reply to this at all. We'll just see what happens. Uh, actually, the plan is to stay friends with her and occasionally go over to see her, on, uh, my, her you know, watching footy. But just to disassociate myself a little bit more, because, well, man. It's a bit tough being around someone that you just want to hold their hand and you can't do it. So, um, I, um, you know, lived through the day and the next day and then the next day. I saw her on Tuesday, yesterday. And, oh, I, you just can't help it, mate. You see who you like and it's like, oh, I want to hug you. So, I, um, I, um, uh, 
I um, I could. She was working in Delhi. Normally, she works. Um, normally, she works in the online area, and she was working in Delhi. And uh, I could see her, and I wanted to wave to her, but I did, and she didn't see me, and I was really embarrassed. And she. Um, um, I was looking around and hoping no one could see me. Anyway, eventually I was leaving that area and we looked at each other and it was just like this look of, I like you and I like you. And so I gave her a wave and you know there was an extended look and it was quite nice. And I was instantly like, no, nah, I like you again. But we, I, so um, I messaged her a little bit later and I said, um, Something like um, you're oh you're a true all rounder, Delhi today. She just wrote back for sure. It's like yeah, what else are you supposed to write? I I immediately realised I had done the wrong thing. I shouldn't I shouldn't have messaged her. I should have just left it. But I couldn't help it. I was hoping that that look that we had was kind of the start of something. Mate, she's already told me she only wants to be friends with me. Doesn't want to date anyone from work. Fuck. I I just lost. I, I just I gave in to temptation. So. Um, I thought, well, what else can you say? Well, ask her again about the footy. Because I actually had, I, I bumped into a, oh yeah, that's right, I forgot. So after that wave hello sort of thing and the extended look, she'd come down and I was playful and I, I bumped her and, and she was complaining about my boss being a bit, a bit rude to her saying where something was. We had a bit of a chat and I said, well, do you want to watch the footy on Sunday? And she said, nah, sorry, I, I work Sunday. I was like, oh, well. So later on when I messaged her and realised I shouldn't have, I thought, oh, how can I continue this conversation? Do I just leave it? So I said, oi, so if you really want to, like, my two besties are going to be over, Brody and Ethan, and um, uh, and, and there's going to be a late game. We're going to be hopping in the pool, so, you know, it's there. It, the opportunity's there. And she wrote back, yeah, I'll see how I feel after my shift. I just want to go home and, and uh, relax. So I, and I just wrote back, okay. And I was pissed off for the rest of the day. Really annoyed that I messaged her. She just wanted, mate, I'm trying to disassociate myself and I'm, I'm just wrapping myself up more and probably annoying her with these text messages. She never texts me out of the blue like that. Well, not like that, anyway. So, um, the next day, today, I woke up to that message from Jade and uh, it was weird to read. It was like, it's almost like you're still in that, that fever dream where I was in primary school. Uh, it's almost like you're still a part of it. You can't believe what you're reading. And this is, it's like, no, this is real, man. He's really writing stuff to you saying you're a lazy pig. Well, not lazy pig, he wasn't nasty, but it, it was a bit nasty. It, it, it was nasty in other ways. I'm not gonna read it, but suffice to say, it, was a, it wasn't nice. Said that I like you, but you are lazy, and I move everything out of your fridge into yours, and you can live in your own filth. So, uh, I didn't reply back. I thought, I'm not replying back to that. And um, I then, uh, so I was at work and the bosses, there were some bosses in. So I knew I was a bit anxiety ridden and I was told that our bosses, my, my immediate boss, weren't going to be in there. So I was the most senior person at, in my department today. And I, you know, you're coming into it, I'm still feeling the thing from Havana and I'm... I've just woken up to that text message. Plus, I got this to deal with. I wasn't, I just wasn't in the right frame of mind for it. I thought this is going to be fucking awful. Well, as it turned out, the bosses weren't that bad and it wasn't as awful as what I thought. And so I saw Havana and um, 
you know, she chatted, and it's just, it's nice, it's like, no, she genuinely likes you, it's just, I don't know, just, I guess, as excited as you'd be to see a friend, we get excited when we see our friends, so it's just like that, I mean, Ransom comes up to me, and he's all excited, doesn't mean he wants to stick it in my ass, though, you know, he's just happy to see you, he wants to be friends with you, and I guess that's what uh, she's thinking, too, maybe, I'm, I'm really open this morning, so, Julia said to me, oh, I came into work today, and she was talking to her friend, I've forgotten her name, Sean. and as soon as I came in, they both gave me this kind of look, and it was like this, you know, you're not welcome here kind of look, and angry look, whatever, and I couldn't make out what to think of this, and I later thought, what if, because I've been talking to Julia like, mate, she's my bestie at work just about now, we've been alone together quite a few times, we have a chat, it's quite good. It's completely platonic. She's got a boyfriend. I tell her about the girl that I love. She's too young anyway. It's perfect. It's like literally perfect. There's like nothing to worry about. So you can just go with whatever you want to say. Just whatever. And so um, I um, I start thinking to myself, and I'm thinking, what if this is this is the example of how my mind thinks and how overthinking it is. I'm wrong on earth, virtually everything when it comes to this, but just this hypothetical what if Havana was talking to Sean and the conversation was like you know it was about me and that Sean is seen talking to Julia quite a lot what if she was starting to get a bit jealous what if it was like she enjoyed the attention of Sean Sean's my friend what if she didn't like her for that reason <laughs> What a what if, if only. I'd love that. I just want to be with her. So, um, I saw Havana. She came and... Uh, I said, oh yeah, your brother uh, started working last night. There's a bit of a chat. There's a hello. She always says hello. Happy to see me. And then uh, another little meeting. And it was the, the third meeting. And I said, uh, oh, I, worked, uh, I, met, I spoke to your brother last night. Because when I went over to her house, we met it and hit it off pretty well and uh, like that was last night and yeah he's a nice guy we had a chat having a good time and um, he uh, he said uh, nothing about her I really just want to say hey I love your sister <laughs> can you put in a good word for me so um, uh yeah, so I said, yeah, I, I spoke to your brother yesterday and chat about that. And she said, hey, can you help me find um, this Mexican burrito? I said, oh, yeah, yeah. But it was almost like it was an excuse to talk to me because I didn't really look for it. She was just looking for it as I was talking to her. And we were talking about how I, I, I don't know, like, we were talking about the bosses and I was, like, too nice. And I said, yeah, you're right, I am kind of too nice. I don't like confrontation. Uh, and I said, oh, I might as well tell you, so... My roommate uh, sent me this message, and I read out the whole thing to her, and I said, I really don't want to go home. And, you know, we're back and forth. We're having a chat. We're having a good time. She's lovely. Uh, another person said later, who I, I've told that I've liked her, another said, oh, yeah, I saw you two together. Yeah, you were both all bubbly and whatever. Aww. So um, she said, so Havana said to me that... Look, if you, if you want to get away from him, you know, just you can come over my place anytime you want. Just give me a, give me a message to make sure I'm home, and um, 
you know, it's, it's, it'll be good, all good. And I was trying to end the conversation because we're out on the shop floor again now and, uh, you know, let's move on and just be, I just wanted to be polite and just move on. But she kept talking, it was, it was lovely. Eventually, it was almost like she didn't want to say goodbye and she said, like, how did she end this? And she was like, I, I've got to do this thing sort of thing. And that was how she said her own goodbye. It was almost like she was looking for a way to end this nicely. It was all so sweet. It was all... I just felt so good afterwards. Anyway, that's what made me cry. So I, I, I had mixed emotions. Uh, you know, I love her and I don't know if she likes me, but she kind of does. This is really nice, but also she doesn't. And also you've just gone through the bosses being here. And Jade's written that message to you. I, I, I went in the cold room and I just fucking cried. And I, like wincing crying, you know, just really letting it out. But, but, and I was like that for quite a while. Uh, you know, just back and forth. I mean, just a thought would come into your head and it would make you cry again. Just like, why can't I be with anyone? 13, uh, nine years single. You know, the night before, so last night, last night? Uh, it's, it's just, it's rude. Jade had had a girl over, all the girls want to fuck Jade. And fair enough, he's a good looking bloke and he's reasonably nice. But he didn't want to root this girl. She was walking out and he said, nah, mate, she's too fat. So we didn't. That was what she came over there to do. I don't know, I don't know. Just when people are that shallow, it's frustrating when someone like me is kind of, kind of wanting to be genuine. I don't want to, I'm not thinking about rooting Havana. I'm not thinking, oh, I wouldn't mind rooting her. It's way more like, I'm just, I would fucking love to hold her hand or hug her. Like, just that would be fucking unbelievable. And here's he just saying, nah, I didn't want to fuck her, she's too fat. So I tried to be, I, I just wanted to get along with him. I, uh, so I, I joined in the thing. Yeah, good on you, mate, that's it, mate. You you can do whatever you want if you can pick up the girls. And then he's sort of like, he was smiling at that, but then he spoke about something that I didn't do. Mate, I put this here. That means you put it away. I just left. I thought, yeah, right, I'm leaving. And then he gave that message. It's like he never learns. I don't have any expectation. This is why I don't want to have a confrontation with him because I just know you'll never get through to him. It'll never happen. I don't give a fuck. So, um, I, um, I, uh, yeah, so I, I said to Havana shortly before the conversation ended, I guess, I said, wait, so let, let's be honest. After that, I don't want, I don't want to be home. So I'm, pr- I'm going to, you know, cancel Sunday. I don't want to. I don't want to be anywhere near Jade. And um, you know, let let's be honest. You're gonna go home. You're gonna be tired. You're gonna get stoned. You're gonna you're gonna be zoinked. So you know. And she had a laugh at that. Oh, it's lovely. It's like she was really trying to be nice to me. So. Um, So, uh, and yeah, and that's when she sort of brought up, um, you can come over to my house anytime you want, just give me a message. I don't know, man. It's, you know, people can be nice like that. I, I don't know too many other, or my other friends would just say something like that. I, I mean, it could happen. It's just that when it's from her, the thing that's in my mind is that maybe she's sort of also thinking, nah, gee, this guy really is nice. And he's not pushing it after I've told him that I'm not going to date for any of my work. He really is a catch. 
let's let's just see what happens and then hope that maybe she want to something will happen from there but I went over Debbie's house tonight and uh, I told her this and she was like yeah no nah. she said that and she doesn't want to date and um, that you should um, it's not in the ball's not in my court it's 100% hers and so I, really all I can do is just be mature about things disassociate myself from it a bit I like her and I want to hang out with her but I can't be around her for extended periods I guess um, just be cool just be a friend and hopefully something will happen and nothing will Let, let's be honest man nothing's going to happen but you can still be polite and have a good time and you've made a new friend um, and that's nice and I am happy for that that is quite good it's just the fact that I'm in love with her too, so that sort of, it's like, oh, well, that sucks then. You're in love with her, that, that kind of hurts. I was saying to Debbie, see, the good thing about you is, mate, I enjoy your company, we have a good time. But if I was in love with you, see, I'm not in love with you, so it doesn't worry me sort of thing. If you tell me to get out of my house, I don't give a fuck, and I don't even think about you for the rest of the, <laughs> rest of the night. But I do, with her, you are in love, so you do think about it. It's like, that's what it would be like. It's not, it, 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 it's really, and I don't want to fucking feel like this, but I also don't want to end it, I kind of, but I kind of do want it to end it as well, but I don't want to, I mean, you see her going down the aisles on the online, she's happy, she's smiling, you have a chat, have a good time, I don't want that to end no matter what, so I'm never going to let her know that, but I'm just slowly, slowly going to back out of it, and, um, but I don't want to do that. I flat you know, I don't want to do that. I'm like I was at work today and I just fell back in love. I was like after she said that I was like, Yeah mate, I, I don't wanna give this up. I, I wanna keep her. I wanna I I would almost prefer to live in this perpetual hope of something happening than uh, than it not. So So what is the time? I'm go to bed. Ten thirty. Fucking Jade'll still be up. Fuck me. Gotta give it another hour yet. Debbie kicked me out too early. Boy, does anyone fucking. Can I park in anyone's driveway? Fuck, I'm gonna sit down for fucking bed. Babbling on. 46 fucking minutes now. I think that's as much as I can say. So that's where we're at. That was my drive. And, uh. Yeah. And uh, I guess come back in a few weeks' time, I'll be saying the same thing. I don't know. Eventually, time goes by. New things come up, pop up. This happens unexpectedly, whatever. And you don't know what. It's, it's too hard to predict. Suffice to say, though, probably in another couple of weeks or a month or whatever, you slowly get. I don't know. So, for example, this has happened now. And it's like, well, what's going to happen in the future? Like, in another two weeks' time, if still nothing's happened but you're still friendly and you're still like this, it's like, well, no, something should have happened in those two weeks. And I'd probably say in two weeks' time, yeah, but this has happened. So it's like, no. She could easily message me right now and say, come on over and cuddle me to sleep tonight. And I'd do it, and it'd all be good. And that's not happening, and in two weeks' time it probably won't happen. 
So, I guess, what am I saying? I mean, again, it's hard to make predictions, but what I'm going to do is... Yeah, man, I guess we'll see. I might, um, I don't want to see Jade Saturday night, so I might message her tomorrow and say, hey, um, uh, she might have other people over too. I don't want to see a one-on-one hangout. That's what I really want. She'll have friends over. What if she doesn't? What if Zach's working? What if it's just me and her? Well, she'll be good. But you see, mate, you can do all these setups, and then you go over there and nothing happens anyway. You think, mate, that was the perfect setup for this. And it'll be... And, you know, it's fucking shattering. Man. <laughs> Fuck, my life sucks. Fuck, I hate it. I mean, I love Ethan, I love Brody, and I've got to be looking forward to Jade moving out. And look, mate, it's a good future. I mean, there's a lot of things to look forward to. But right now, it's shit. And I don't like it. And it's fucking hard being in love with someone. One of the rare times that you find someone that you actually like, and... Uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's just not into you. Well, we'll see. So, let's get out the old crystal ball and try and predict what will happen. Um, yeah, like I said, if something doesn't happen in the next two weeks, then it feels like it should be um, uh, pretty obvious. It's just a, a purely a friendship thing. And, um, I don't know, I, I, I can't help it. I really just still feel in that zone of wanting to believe. I, I'm not ready to let go yet. There's been a couple of things that has happened that has made me think, yeah, this isn't, this isn't it. Um, but she's just so nice. You always keep misinterpreting that, maybe. Um, but if, it, if this keeps up maybe two more weeks, it's hard to say, Three weeks, end of the month. It's uh, yeah, it's hard to say. So um, the problem is it is hard to say. It really is fucking hard to say. Driving past Milno's new place, 71 Mill Drive, very shortly. He only lives just around the corner from me. Mind you, it's still a half an hour walk to get here. Mate, if it was just him and not Kayla and the missus, the missa, I would pull in. There he is. Living the dream. The kids, the missus. Here's old Shauna talking into his phone. Wasting his life away. Single. No chance of a girlfriend. Even Kenny's got a chance of a girlfriend. Yes. That's life, eh? That's goes sometimes. Uh, yeah, so predictions. Prediction! Um, uh, I'll probably see you this week. Something will happen there. Um, play it cool. See what happens for the following weekend. Maybe watch the footy. 
you see, the thing is, you know, this is why it's hard making a prediction. What if it really is a suss out kind of thing? And she's saying, she's just waiting to see what you're like, what's going to happen. I was going to turn left, but the cops have gone down that way, so I'm like, fucking sure as shit not turning left now. Um, you know, and things might be going like that, and I'll be thinking, you know, no, no, just bide your time, play it, and two weeks could turn into a couple of months. It's like, we'll see after that. Uh, we'll see after that. I really wish I could just have a definitive answer. And the thing is, I've already, the problem is, I already have been given that definitive answer. Like, yeah, sorry, I don't date people from work. You live in hope, eh? It's fucking so annoying what happens to you. The problem is, it's, it's my own feelings, it's love. And I really should get into the zone of just saying, hey, mate, give it a rest, it's not going to happen. She's been friends with it. I think the telling thing is, after she said that today to me, um, that uh, there, there was no text message today. And I don't know, if, if, if me and Zoe, we texted all the time, and I think if she really liked me, she would have sent the text. And I guess that's what that text about was earlier, when I wrote, hey, you're an all-rounder in Delhi today. That was that. Was that. that was the feeler. And it didn't, didn't do anything. So, uh, yeah, I kind of want a definitive answer for me, and I want to back off after that. I still see her. I don't. I don't want to end. You know, I want to still be it, but I want a definitive answer in my head. So, what's that going to be? So, the definitive answer has to be. Um, well, we'll see what happens this weekend and the next weekend, which is ostensibly really just one week and two weeks after that. So the weekend after that. So not this weekend or the weekend after, but by the end of that next weekend, if it's literally just where we're at now, having a good time, hanging out, then it's done. Not done, mate. See, that's it. That's perfect. That's a reasonable prediction. I can't see too much changing in that time that would would alter that prediction sort of thing. I think this is it now. And I think if she hasn't made up her mind by then, which she really has, um, then I can really safely say, hey, this is purely a friendship. Now I'm I'm really got to work to get over Really got to work to get over that. It's frustrating they're going to have to wait that long, but uh, I, I'm going to do it anyway because I'm in love. And uh, I've got to give it that. I... I lately been trying to say, she's gone, mate. You've got to get over her. And I don't know, there's just little things that just bring it straight back in. It's like, nah, I love her. So, at the end of two weeks' time, just over two weeks, um, I, I, I'm going to have to face up to reality. And again, this is just what I'm saying about reality and um, accepting life as, as is. There's no God or anything like that out there to help you or, or give you a guiding thing. I've, I've thought I've heard songs on at the right time, right time on the radio and oh, this means that and that and you kind of want to cling on to something like that but it just, just doesn't. And it's just, the problem with my life is it's just constantly fucking negative. All the time, negative. It's like, no, nah, she said no. Oh, okay. There's rarely a really good piece of news that will make you fucking jump for joy and cry and whatever. Well, since we're in the right area, I'm going to go past Milno's old haunt uh, when he first moved up here. I'm driving past there now. 
which is uh, 18 or 12 Clements Crescent. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's coming up here. Benito. Maybe it isn't around here. Maybe it's in another area in town completely. It looks, looks like this area now. Nah, it's all good. Don't worry about it. So yeah, there's my uh, my two two bits worth. A little bit of thought. My thoughts. What I'm going to do. And... Um, I think that'll be it. And if no one listens to this one, this isn't just a shittily put together podcast. If no one listens to this, if I get another two, just two listens, I'm I'm done, man. I'm not wasting my time on this shit. I'm not really that interested in doing it anymore. Fulham Road, it's down that way. Oh, maybe so. I'm not really interested in doing it. I've got other things to be focused on, whatever. I'm I'm not even talking anymore. It is a bit therapeutic, but it's not... I mean, anyone who's going to make art, they want it to be looked at. And if it's not looked at, who gives a fuck? You know? I mean, it's like... You've got to have your cake and eat it too, in in this case. Uh, By the way, I finally understand what that saying means. You can't eat your cake and have it too. It's like, I want my cake in my hand, but I also want to eat it. Well, you can't have both. You either got it in your hand, show it off, or you eat it. Um... But in this case, it's sort of like, uh, I forgot what I'm talking about. Cake and eat it too. Uh, oh yeah, art. Uh, yeah, mate. Like, it's equal. Like, who would make a movie if literally no one was going to go see it? It's like, no, that's still a pretty big part of it. People reading your article or watching your movie or whatever you've made. You want people to look at it. And if no one is, then what's the fucking point? The last three podcasts have got four views to three views, two views. Uh, I said I was just low-keying it now and I'm not advertising who would be listening like how are you going to get a bigger but I don't know I'm hoping for a miracle Mir- these, the miracles that aren't happening I put in a good effort Julia said to me today look man you did a good job you should be really proud that you even spoke to her like because I was talking about how awkward it is for me to try and make conversation with people and it is I mean how do you go up to people and just talk to them I don't get that and um yeah, so Julia was proud of me. It was good. It was nice. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Proud of it. Quite, quite proud. Quite, quite proud. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's the situation. Right. And he's a sexy guy. And he is actually active in the committee. Just keep plodding along. Three more weeks. We'll see how we go. 